Auzubillahiminashaytanirajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam I greet you, my brothers and sisters, with the universal greeting, the greeting used by messengers and prophets of Allah, the greeting of Shalom, the greeting of Salam, which is one and the same. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It's a greeting of a state of being. Salam, Shalom, is about a state of being, peace, harmony. So it is in that spirit that I am here today with you on my 86th return to Cape Town, Alhamdulillah. 86th return and my 73rd Juma lecture, Alhamdulillah. I'm especially pleased as I look forward to the Jummas because I can be with my brothers and sisters and we can remember our Creator. Something that we find oftentimes very hard to do. We get so trapped in the world. Things need to be done. Problems are being dealt with. All kinds of challenges. And we seldom take the time to actually be still and to remember the one that has given us life. The one without whom we would not be. We forget sometimes to humble ourselves. That Thank you, Allah for this existence that you have given me, this body that you have given me, my sight, my hearing. We forget sometimes to acknowledge that we would not be and nothing would be except because of Allah's generosity, His kindness, His grace upon us. So in these few minutes that I have, it's always a privilege to remember Allah together. Because the Quran says, remember Allah abundantly that you may succeed. And it says, and it says, verily, in the remembrance of Allah, does a heart find peace. See, that the remembrance of Allah is the greatest of all activities. So when we become aware of an intelligence that is greater than our own intelligence, then we are really intelligent. When we know there is the one that has given us life, the creator, the sustainer, the healer, the protector, the provider, and he's available to us, that's where the peace comes in. It will never come in when we sort our problems out or get more money or get more people to be interested in us. The peace comes only from the remembrance of Allah. So it is with that introduction that I thank the Sheikh for giving me this opportunity today, a very special Juma platform this is. As some of you may know that today is the 29th of Zul Qadha and after Maghreb we will know whether it is either the 30th of Zul Qadha or whether it is the start of the next month which is Zul Hijjah which is the 12th month of the Islamic calendar and many of us know that this is the season of Hajj. We've heard somebody is going or we've seen somebody go. So we know that this is a sacred month where Muslims from around the world fulfill their fifth pillar of Islam, which is the Hajj. We know that. But very few people know, and more than two weeks ago, I myself didn't know of something else that is remarkable, something else that is very interesting. So this period that we're going into, which is the first 10 days 
of the month of Zil Hijjah is a very blessed time. I didn't know that two weeks ago. And through my learning, I have done some research and will share with you about this because we think it's about the Hajis and they're going for Hajj, which is an honorable and a great thing. But there is an opportunity for us in this period because this period of the first 10 days is spoken of as the greatest 10 days there is. I didn't know that. I thought it was in the month of Ramadan that it is a great period for us to receive the blessings of Allah. But it turns out that in the first 10 days of this month, we have an opportunity for virtue and righteousness that we receive even more blessings. Now, when we do our ibadat, when we do our dhikr, when we, in whatever way, turn to Allah, you don't get it written in the newspaper. Ashraf Murad is now more iman he has. No, your boss won't say he has extra money raised. So we think, what is the value? And we have a very short-term sight. We usually think, if it can earn me more money, if it can pay some bills, it's important. But education is really the understanding that we are to seek in this world the blessings and favors of Allah and a good death and a transition into the hereafter and life in the hereafter in the Janatul Firdos, the highest forms of paradise. The Quran, Allah tells us that we are to ask for what is best in this world and for what is best in the hereafter. But many of us are only seeing immediate term. I got this problem, that problem, and we get lost in the here and now. And our school systems, they don't really educate us. Our universities don't really educate us, you see. They teach us skills, like how to read and write, how to do arithmetic, how to, even universities will teach you how, as a lawyer, how to take a, how to take, can somebody attend to that door, please, it's squeaking. I appreciate it if you can. Um, so, as we, in some way, go through the schooling and educational system, we get taken through how to take a case through court. You know, we get <coughs> taught these things, how to do an operation. So, schools and universities don't give us an education. They give us a schooling which teaches us how to be a plumber, how to be an electrician. So, we have everybody in the world lost in what needs to be done and we're getting trained and we're sending our school children through that training and we go through that training. But a real education is about life in this world connected to our Creator. And life as we transition, a peaceful death, and a transition to the hereafter. Allah says, seek ye the home of the hereafter. That is, that is important. Seek ye the home of the hereafter. But do not forget about your portion in this world. So a real education is what we learn from Islam, from the Quran, from the life and teachings of the beloved Prophet Muhammad which is think long term. Think about here and now, think about your death, and think about the hereafter, because these are what we have been cautioned. Now, if you are interested in your life in this world, and your life in the hereafter, then what I'm about to say to you will be a very important message. And we usually give quotations from where, as a, as a scholar, where you get your information from. And I'm going to quote to you from a few hadiths and from the Qur'an 
to show you why many scholars believe that the next 10 days, the first 10 days of the month of Zilhijjah are extremely special, more special than the days of Ramadan. That's what the scholars tell us. So there's an opportunity for us, not just for the hajis, but for you and I, for our children, for our husbands, our wives, to get a bonus, so to speak. If I told you you work harder now, you'll get a bonus, 13 check, maybe a 14 check. I'm sure you do it. But would we look at this bonus that the beloved Prophet Muhammad shared with us? So it is said, although it is little known in terms of its virtues and significance of the first 10 days of Zilhijjah, that Allah has preferred these first 10 days over all other days. This is what the scholars are telling us. And the first Sahih Hadith, which is a confirmed Hadith, is Ibn Abbas and reported that the Prophet Muhammad said, there is no days in which righteous deeds are more beloved to Allah than in these 10 days. This is the Hadith, confirmed Hadith. There are no days in which righteous deeds, if you open your heart and you do any form of ibadat to Allah, to yourself, to your family, to, to supporting humanity in whichever way, righteous deeds from a purified heart. Quran always talks about iman and amal, that it is our faith and our good deeds from a pure heart. And it says there are no days, no days, in which the righteous deeds are more beloved to Allah than in these 10 days. And the followers and others asked, not even jihad for the sake of Allah, and the Prophet replied, not even jihad for the sake of Allah, except a man who gave up himself and his wealth fighting in the cause of Allah and returns with nothing. So this is the emphasis on the first 10 days of the month of Zilhajjah, sacred month. Second hadith, there is no deed more precious in the sight of Allah, no greater in reward than a good deed done during the 10 days of sacrifice. There is no deed more precious in the sight of Allah, no greater in reward than a good deed done during the 10 days of sacrifice. That you can do whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it. But in this 10 days, the bonus that you are getting, the, the value that you're getting, you know, the universe Allah has created it like this. You plant one fruit seed, you get a tree with hundreds of fruit. This is the ni'mah of Allah. This is the blessing. You plant one seed, you get a tree with hundreds of fruit. This is how he gives. And in these 10 days, whatever you do in the direction of your spirituality, in the direction of your humane humanness, in the direction of caring for other human beings, will bring you benefit that after you pass away, you will have income coming in that you will thank yourself that you actually did take this message seriously and applied yourself. Another hadith, Abdullah ibn Umar reported, reported, there are no days greater in the sight of Allah in which righteous deeds are more beloved to Allah than in these 10 days. So during this time, Recite a great deal of tahleel, which is La ilaha illallah. 
There is no power, there is no deity, there is no God, there is the one unseen presence that permeates the universe, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, that is everywhere available, La ilaha illallah, that we withdraw our power from our bosses, from money, from people, from things, and we begin to focus on the one, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, that is everywhere present to us, the creator, the sustainer, the healer, the purifier, the compassionate, La ilaha illallah. And Tagbeed, Allahu Akbar, that there is none greater, that Allah is the greatest, that there is none more great than Allah. Allah is the greatest, Allahu Akbar. And Tahmeed, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, all praise be to Allah. Remember, all praise be to Allah, because if it wasn't for Him, you and I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be speaking, I wouldn't have had a tongue, I wouldn't have had a mind, I wouldn't, you wouldn't be there having eyes to see me, the sun wouldn't be there, nothing would be if it was not for the unseen creator of the universe. So we say Allahu Akbar, Allah is indeed the greatest. And Alhamdulillah, that all praise is due to the one that without whom nothing would be. And what we have is gifts of Allah and favors. And of course, Tasbih, which is Subhanallah. So this is what the beloved Prophet has been reported to have said, that he testifies that these are the best days of this world. The best days of this world. And encourage good deeds and virtue for this season, not just for the people on Hajj, but for people from around the world to join them in that spirit of understanding of the greatness of this fifth pillar of Islam. Human, human beings going together, leaving their homes, leaving their families, going letting go of the world, coming together for those five days of Hajj, being in a state of Tawaf, spiritual renewal, standing there on the plains, reminding themselves of how they will stand in front of Allah on the Day of Judgment, surrendering, giving up the world in that way. A great thing, a great thing. So there are some hadiths, uh, those are the hadiths, and there are Quranic references as well that point to that. Allah takes an oath by the ten days. Now, when you take an oath on something, it shows its importance and relevance. How important something. So in Surah Al-Fajr, chapter 89, verse 12, it, be, you know, it starts there, it says, by the dawn, Fajr, and by the ten nights. Now, scholars agree that this refers to the first ten days of Zilhajjah, that Allah is talking about these ten periods. And in Surah Al-Hajj, chapter 22, verse 28, it says, And mention the name of Allah on the appointed days. And mention the name. Remember the one. Remember the greatness of the one. Humble ourselves. Humble ourselves that we are nothing. We could not have given us existence. We could have not given ourselves worth. We could have not given ourselves the body that we have, that Allah says we have created in the best of forms. We could have not given ourselves eyes and ears. We could not have given ourselves a mind to reason, to think. We could have not given ourselves a heart to feel love and fun and play and joy. All these things and even more are only because of Allah. We have not earned it. You can't earn these things. It's a gift from Allah. So that we are 
to mention his name, mention the name of Allah on the appointed days. Again, majority of scholars agree that these appointed days refer to the first 10 days of Zilhajjah. I must also say to you that most scholars accept these references indicate that the first 10 days of Zilhajjah are better than all other days of the year with no exception, including Ramadan. The, ten, the days of Ramadan. But they say the last 10 nights of Ramadan are the best nights because in there is Laylatul Qadr, which is a night of power that is better than a thousand months. So let's get that clear. So that's reconciled by Ibn Kathir in his tafsir, uh, number 5 stroke 412, that the days that they're talking about is the daytime and the nights of Ramadan are the last 10 nights. And so what can we do? What can we do in this month that is coming up the first 10 days is a question. If you know, now that you know, an opportunity exists for you to actually cleanse yourself and be regarded in the sight of Allah as his servant who acknowledges him, what can you do? And it's usually the things that you would do in Ramadan, except for a few changes. For example, in this time, you have the opportunity to, to do animal sacrifice. Eid al-Adha, the festival of sacrifice. We can do the slaughtering of animals. And there are certain conditions that are required. That if you're going to slaughter, it is said that you mustn't cut your hair and nails and remove stuff from your skin. But you can wash your head, etc. And for, those, for that information... Speak to the sheikh, speak to your religious people, scholars who know more than I, I do. But this is one of the differences that we can do in this month that we don't do in Ramadan. And of course, that we can do the hajj for those who are already there now uh, performing the hajj, a great fulfillment. And that we can also do what we usually do in Ramadan. So what do we do in Ramadan? We fast. And you can fast all nine days, or it is said that if you fast on the day of Arafah, the ninth day, then two years of your sins are expiated, means it's cleared from the year before that day and the year after. So you can fast all nine days, or just that one day, which is Sunnah as well. But the things that I would do, that I would encourage you to do every day, not just in Ramadan and not just in uh, this 10 days, is to remember Allah daily. I know we do our rituals, we perform our salah, etc., etc. But to become cognizant, to become aware, to acknowledge, just sitting there, being there. Allah says, remember him standing, sitting, and even lying on your side. Even if you're lying on your side, even if you've got no wudu, you can begin to reflect and acknowledge Allah as the creator. Like Ibrahim salam did. It's another story for another day. But the whole hajj, although is associated with the lifetime of the beloved Prophet Muhammad wasallam, has its roots with Ibrahim salam, the friend of Allah. And he became the friend of Allah because of his awareness that there is no other in the world. We think we need money, we'll be okay. But money didn't give us life. Money didn't give us eyes. 
We think if we get a job, we'll be okay. We need something of this world. We need somebody to live with. We need somebody to take care of us. But Allah has given us everything. Has loved us, loves us now, and will be available for us if we want to. He has cared for us. He cares for us now. And He's available for us now that we can invoke Him. We can make dua. And further caring can come. So the recognition of Allah is very important in the many different ways. And of course, as it's said, that we need to say Allahu Akbar, Subhanallah, La ilaha illallah. You see, we are encouraged to say this regularly, even loudly if it's permitted, driving in your car, wherever you are, if it's appropriate. Say this at the very least. Acknowledge Allah and give praise to Him, give glory to Him because He deserves it. Because without him, you and I wouldn't be here. Today, if somebody does us something, gives us 5,000 rand, we'll worship them till the day we die. Do you understand? But yet Allah, take him for granted, like he's not there. So acknowledge Allah in these 10 days. Make zikr. And recognize the Quran as a great teaching to humanity that is here to free humanity. At least look at it with reverence and appreciation. If possible, read it. And understand what you read. Recognize the importance of Salah in these 10 days. Apply yourself as best you can. Apply yourself in Salah. Recognize the beloved Prophet Muhammad as the greatest man who ever lived. Read about him. Do we know about the beloved Prophet, how great a human being he was? A great leader that there's no leader like him in history and no leader there will be. Do we do research on him? And do we understand his mission and what he stood for? And what he lived for? What a great human being. We can send durood upon him. We can also recognize the way he lived as an admirable way to live. The sunnah is a way of being, the way he was, the way he carried himself. The way he inter interacted with other people. Charity in this time, good idea, charity. Give what little you can. Small, don't have to give big. What little you have, what extra you have. Look at another human being, have feeling for them and give them something you got. Whatever it is, a smile if you got nothing else. Contemplate over these 10 days. Contemplate. What do you want in life? What do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Are you happy with the way you are? Is there some change you want to make in you towards yourself, towards your creator, towards your children, towards your spouse? Is there something that you feel you can become a better person? In some way, if you are in error, at least speak the truth. I do this, but it's haram. The Quran tells us that interest is haram. Most of people do it. But at least we can say, I'm engaged in haram. Allah, forgive me. I do it knowingly, but it is wrong. And I am sorry. And I ask for forgiveness. Can we begin to take something that we do that's in clear error and admit that it's wrong? I'm not saying stop it. If you want to stop it, it's fine. But at least admit it and ask for forgiveness. In this time, we can ask for forgiveness for ourselves, for the marhums, those who have passed away. We can ask forgiveness for everybody. And we can even turn to Allah and ask Him for what we want in this world. Dua. The importance of making dua. When we make dua, what do we make dua for? Do we make dua for wisdom? Have anybody here made dua for wisdom? Oh Allah, I want to be wise. Do you, have you made dua for health? Oh Allah, I want to be healthy. 
Have you made dua for a purified heart? Have you made dua for good relations with families? Have you made dua because this is wealth? Otherwise you'll be a poor man with lots of money and that's no good. Wealth is wisdom, health, open heart, good relations, kind to yourself, kind to your family, kind to people. Social, become aware socially about other people. So my time is up. And uh, as I said, you can't speak to your sheikh or your religious scholars as to what else you can do. But I end with this, that let us make dua long term, that we stop and say and ask Allah that he has given us everything. So may he give us and guide us as we support and strive towards the best in this world and a death that is easy and comfortable. And in the akhirah, that we are even more comfortable and fulfilled in the akhirah. So here we are, brothers, maybe today after Maghreb we will know whether it's the 30th of Zulkada or it's the first, if it's not tomorrow, then it's the following day. Ten days, bonus, jackpot, you understand? Who, who will take this opportunity and when you pass away, when it's too late then, you will say, I'm glad I took those ten days. Shukr alhamdulillah. Thank you, Sheikh, for giving me this opportunity, trusting me with such an important message for the congregation. Alhamdulillah, thank you for your trust in me. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.